0: Black women tend to not be heard. When you say, I'm in pain and I need something, it's you're okay, just push through it.
1: 911, what's your emergency? America's healthcare system is broken and people are dying. Welcome to Code Whack, where we shine a light on America's callous healthcare system, how it hurts us and what we can do about it. I'm your host, Brenda Gazar. this time on Code Whack. What exactly is a doula, and how does it differ from a midwife? How can doulas support those who are most likely to die from giving birth? To find out, we spoke to Stannis Askew, a full-spectrum doula in Southern California who helps families from conception until after birth. She works with Frontline Doulas, a perinatal health program connecting black families with black doulas, and is passionate about elevating the black birth experience. Welcome to Code Wax, Stannis. Thank you, thank you for having me. So Stannis, tell us a bit about yourself. Where do you live and what do you do for a living?
0: I currently reside in Southern California in the Rancho Camonga area, but I service as a doula all of Southern California. So um, Los Angeles seems to be a predominant area that I do service. So I service there. And then what I'll call my corporate gig is I am, I'm in human resources. So I have kind of a dual little role going on. I'm originally from New Mexico. I'm not a California native. Oh, you're
1: a transplant. Yes. That's okay. We won't hold it against you. <laughs> so, what exactly is a doula and how does it differ from a midwife?
0: so a doula is one that provides emotional support and advocacy for a birthing person or birthing family in the sense that they can be prenatal partnership they can also be during the birth process itself and then also postpartum so It's an essential part of the whole entire birthing process. Sometimes doulas also, they'll have a specific realm that they like to work in. So some do prenatal and some do prenatal and birth, generally come coupled together, but some also what they'll call a full spectrum is a prenatal birth and postpartum. Then you'll also have those who specify in just postpartum as a doula.
1: Great, and so do you specialize in something in particular?
0: I don't. I'm a full spectrum. So I do all of the above. I even have certifications in, we call a pregnancy doula. So want to help conceive also as, as well. Yeah. So you say it's a true full spectrum.
1: <laughs> That's really interesting. Can you explain
0: the difference between a doula and a midwife? So the difference between the doula and the midwife is the midwife is truly the active medical professional that catches the baby so think of it this way a midwife in equivalency in the outside setting of a hospital is the doctor if they were in the hospital setting the doula is then you would say in between so there's a there's a bridge there's another position that would be the in between which is the birth assistant in the outside setting of a hospital and in inside setting of a hospital is the birthing assistant is the our labor nurse, that's the equivalent. And then the doula would come after that. So the doula is the support, the advocate, personnel that help in the hospital. So there's not truly a true relationship between our uh, crossover from hospital and non-hospital, but th- that's the difference between them. So that you have a difference between a doula and a midwife and a lot of people do get that. Confused or they intertwine it when they say, oh, so you deliver baby. So the doula doesn't catch the baby, the midwife catches the baby.
1: Got it. And so if somebody's giving birth at home, they could have a midwife and a doula. Is that right?
0: Correct. That is actually the preference. Your doula is going to be your support and your midwife is going to be the one that's going to actually deliver your baby.
1: Got it. And so if somebody were to be at a hospital, is there a need for a midwife at a hospital? Some
0: hospitals also have midwives. It just depends on the hospital's philosophy. Some hospitals have midwives and physicians or delivery doctors. You can have both, but not a requirement for a midwife to be in a hospital setting. And then, yes, you get your doula as your support.
1: Okay, great. Thank you. Overall, maternal mortality rose sharply during the height of the COVID pandemic. And today, black women in America are three times more likely to die from a pregnancy-related cause than white women, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. What factors do you think contribute to this, and how could having a doula on board help?
0: Great question, and actually the reason why I got into doing what I do doing this birth work. So the factors that I think contribute to it is the lack of education as far as the medical staff and the courtesy or listening to the patient, as far as medical and patient in the hospital setting. So I think that's what contributes to it. Black women tend to not be heard. It's You have a higher pain tolerance. So then when you say, hey, I'm in pain and I need something, it's you're okay. Just push through it. When and truly there's something wrong and that's what I'm telling you, so listen to what I'm saying and evaluate me versus just assuming my pain tolerance is higher and I should just push through it. Truly evaluate. That does happen. And I think as far as doulas being present, they can help be the advocate for the patient. They don't have the right to speak on behalf of the patient, but they can educate their patient to make sure that they are asking the right questions or to be seen appropriately. Or even if it's not the patient themselves, the family member that also may be supporting them, give that advice to them. So it's an advocate role, an educational role that a doula would play.
1: Black women not being seen and heard. That sounds like racism to
0: me. I would definitely call that racism and I think society we say oh we've we've come a long way that racism doesn't exist when in reality it does it's strong and it's prevalent let's just call it what it is and move forward so we're inclusive in our diversity inclusion training sessions we do them because it's what corporate would want us to do but in truly That's not in us. So if it's not in you, it's just not in you. So there is a a prejudice that's there. And so racism exists. And we just need to acknowledge it.
1: Right. We need to acknowledge it. And so when you said that the medical staff assumes a higher pain tolerance, is that because these patients are black?
0: It is just truly based upon their physical appearance. I've had a a mentor of mine actually worked for a hospital in a different capacity, went in to have her child there at the hospital and was told, you're okay. Your pain's not that, it's not that bad. How do you know what my pain is? You're not in my body, but you're okay. And you guys can tolerate more. She's an employee of this hospital. A colleague of hers tells her this, doesn't know clearly who she is at that point, but just to blatantly say, you all can tolerate more, you're okay, your pain's not that bad. And this is while she's in labor? In labor, in labor. It happens, and I I myself haven't had any children as of yet, but I have heard the same story from some of my mentors, from clients, from other doulas clients that it's truly they walked in. My, actually even, I do have like some relatives themselves that 40 years ago, same thing, and in California, Northern California, walked in, was told, same thing. Like, you're okay, you can tolerate more and was denied the epidural at that point in time when they (laughs) were like, and then birthed a 10 pound child mind you (laughs) like so yeah it happens it happens more regularly I think now we're speaking out more about it because there's a need to speak up because it's not okay right has that
1: ever happened to you where you witness somebody say oh you're fine you don't need that pain medicine or something where you really had to advocate for that person giving birth saying actually no they
0: do need that I haven't had in the scenario where I was present for that to happen, but I have seen the difference because I'm not solely only um, for black, I'm obviously I relate, and so it's a part of the reason why I do this, but I'm about birthing. So I have had some non-Black clients and have can tell you same hospital, same doctor, same staff, maybe not the same nurse, but a difference in the way my client was treated in the sense that, the non-black client was talked to more and like here's what we're going to do gave the courtesy of this is why we're going to do this explanation on why we're doing it when we're going to do this we're going to give you some time versus coming in for my black client and where are you at okay let's we're going to just do this and talk to i witnessed it like initial time it was like did i really just witness this like i'm really sitting in the same hospital i was here two weeks ago a month ago whatever the case may be with a different client and the only thing that's different is the color of my client's skin the racial background interesting
1: so racism is an important factor for sure. And it seems like there are other factors, I would imagine, like lack of health insurance or, or underlying health conditions. Is that something that rings true?
0: Both of those are other factors that do play into it. It's the, not necessarily lack of, but it's the type of health insurance that you have or that the client may have. Um, so if they are on Medi-Cal, which, you know, it's great insurance. I would think medical providers would be more opt to take because it's a guaranteed payment, right? <laughs> I personally, if I was there, would probably take more of the medical clientele, but they do, it's more of a, let's get you through here, okay, got it, instead of a private um, insurance. And then from my, my background in HR, there, you know, obviously there's a difference between a HMO plan and a PPO plan, people do pay more for your PPO plans because you do get to select and go to out-of-network doctors. So you have that right to have a, um, a specialty doctor. So they may be coming from somewhere else. So that's more of an affluence on their insurance. So I think that does play a major factor into it, who your uh, medical insurance provider is. I can see that.
1: So it sounds like based on people's insurance, they're treated better if they have like a PPO versus Medicaid, which in California is Medi-Cal.
0: Yes. And that may stem from the lack of a medical provider being educated that you can still be employed and do well for yourself and still have Medi-Cal versus you don't have to have the... Blue Cross private own, you know PPO plan through through your um, employer. That doesn't necessarily mean, just because you have Medical doesn't mean that you're not employed. It's a miseducation factor for that, for the providers.
1: Thank you, Stannis Ask you. Join us next week when Stannis shares the tragic story of a woman who lost her life following childbirth after Stannis, her doula, was not allowed into the delivery room. Do you have a personal story you'd like to share about our WAC healthcare system? contact us through our website at heal-ca.org. Find more Code WAC episodes on progressivevoices.com and on Nurse Talk Media. And make sure to subscribe to Code WAC wherever you find your podcasts. This podcast is powered by Heal California, uplifting the voices of those fighting for healthcare reform around the country. I'm Brenda Gazar.